Hi, everyone. Um, We're going to do a quick podcast here on using advanced organizers to support learning in an online environment. So um, just a quick definition, an advanced organizer, that's different than the idea of a graphic organizer. So an advanced organizer is a more overarching term that refers to any instructional activity that helps students think about their new knowledge and their new learning before they actually learn it, before they experience the learning. And it it really helps students focus on what's important while learning. There's a strong effect size for this in over 1,200 different research studies over the past couple of decades. Um, They consistently show that when students know what to focus on before they learn, it really supports their learning. This is especially true in the complex online environment that we're all experiencing now. An advanced organizer provides some sort of content or information in students in advance of learning. And this creates a pathway or a scaffold for them. Previous knowledge, previous understandings that students have, all of these things are activated through some sort of cueing of the students' thinking and providing them focus and then inviting connections um, while they're learning. So uh, just to be clear, it, it's not advanced because it's an, for an advanced student and it's not a graphic organizer. It's an advanced organizer, which just means a way to organize thinking in advance. Um, So here's some quick ideas for you for using an advanced organizer in an online environment. We have eight ideas that we'll share. All of them are grounded in the essential question, so what can I do as a teacher before instruction that will engage, focus, and cue students into the learning? So the first one we'll, we'll just call three questions, and that's to provide students a list of three higher level questions about the content before presenting the content. This allows students to focus um, and to listen, to have attentive listening around the ideas that may help them address the questions. And to be clear, students don't have to actually answer these questions. Answering the questions doesn't have to be a follow-up activity, but just providing these questions before they start gives them a focus area. The next one is pre-planning a post-response. So in this one, prior to learning, you would inform students that they're going to be asked to construct a response. For example, an analytical response, a reflection, a uh, consideration of a perspective, etc. And then provide time for students to work individually or in small groups to pre-discuss what that response might look like. So you don't have to tell them anything about the actual content, but you could just say, um, hey, by the way, when you're done with this, I'm going to have you create a reflection and then provide time for them to work in small groups to discuss the characteristics of a, of a reflective response. So this is just cueing their thinking into what the post-response activity will be. Um, number three, the third one is the outline of a content of content. So an advanced organizer you could provide students is an outline of the content that they're about to learn um, and then give them some time to review the outline and discuss what they think they'll be learning. Um, you could also ask them, you know, what do they know about any of these things? 
Um, an outline of the content can also be a great way to differentiate instruction. You can use a heavier, thicker outline with more details for students who might need that, and then leave more spaces or only provide conceptual ideas for um, students who don't need more details. Okay, the number four, the fourth one is a PAT list, a P-A-T list, which is um, a list of key concepts. So P-A-T, PAT, just means pay attention to. So you provide students with a list um, that provide that gives them the key concepts or ideas and a short definition for each one, the things that you want them to pay attention to. And then have students review the concept overview document, this list, and share anything that they already know about or things that sound um, completely unfamiliar. So you can just prompt them to discuss the items on the PAT list. Just note that a PAT list is really about concepts. It's not about vocabulary. So um, pre-teaching vocabulary does not actually function necessarily as an advanced organizer. Um, although it might be interesting to do in some places, it doesn't fall into um, these particular this particular strategy. Okay, those are items one, two, three, and four. Quick review. Number one was three questions, three higher level questions to think about. Number two was prompting them to pre-plan what their post-response might be. Number three was providing an outline of the content. And number four is a pat list, a pay attention to list of key concepts and definitions. Okay, let's do number five. Number five is telling a story. It's a narrative. So that would just be, um, an, as an advanced organizer, telling students a story that relates to the topic. Um, for example, if you're about to learn about um, percentages, you could tell students a story about a time when you were younger that you miscalculated a sale price because you didn't understand percentages or how they work. Um, narratives are, it's important that they're authentic and that students can relate to them and that they're also not um, so unusual that it really distracts from the attention to the concept that you're teaching, right? If you're about to teach about tornadoes and you were in a tornado, um, that's not necessarily the best narrative as an advanced organizer, although that would be a great thing to share um, at, at some point during the instruction. But remember, the point of the advanced organizer is to help students know what to focus on while they're learning. The next one is skimming. This is such an important skill for all um, students and adults. And that would be just prior to reading a long text, you guide students in skimming the information so that they can become familiar with how it's sequenced in the text and how long it is, you know, so they can plan their reading and some of the key ideas in, in the text. The next one is a word map, and that would be to create some sort of word map of the big ideas that are in the content or the text and how they relate to each other, and then um, provide that word map to students and guide them into um, reviewing that, just spending some time reviewing that before they get started um, in the learning. And then the last one is related to that, and it would be to provide students with an incomplete 
word map. So um, you're, you provide the same thing, but some concepts might be missing. And so students are doing two things. They're reviewing it in advance, and then also they're completing that missing information as they're going. So quick review of items five through eight. Number five is a narrative. That's a story that you're telling to cue students into the importance of the topic. Um, number six is skimming, learning how to skim a text before reading it. And then a word map is the next one, um, big ideas and how they relate to each other. And then the last one is an incomplete word map. So those are eight quick ideas that you can use for advanced organizers. And um, there's a couple of additional resources on the document that accompany this um, quick audio. One is by Ginny Oswalt called Common Advanced Organizers and Why They Work. And then the next one is by Bayan Chen, and it's called Effects of Advanced Organizers on Learning for Differentiated Learners in a Fully Web-Based Course. And the information from those resources guided some of this information here. Okay, hope you have a good time using advanced organizers and helping students get used to um, focusing on their learning prior to uh, learning it.